The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, good good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to everyone to the Friends in Recovery podcast, and we're broadcasting live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, Salem, New Hampshire. What a great place to be. Yeah, I'm Mike Miles, Rich Lombardi, the step guy. Yep, and we're here uh, without Ed. Ed's not here today. Where is Ed? Ed, Ed, Ed. <laughs> Where are you, Ed? You got one Ed. Oh yeah, yeah we got right. one we Ed. Got Ed, Ed with Sullivan. Us. Yeah, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> and we are your friends in recovery. Um, come get sober with us. You can be, we can be reached at help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. You can reach us at our one eight hundred nine eight nine six five zero four or friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Also look for us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Be sure to like us and subscribe. Very important to subscribe. Yes, please. We need the subscriptions. That's right. And we'd like to thank Genesis House for sponsoring Friends and Recovery Podcast, which they have been now for six months. Yeah, um, awesome. We're very fortunate. Yeah. It's a great place, and um, I did business with them yesterday. Actually, I sent a gentleman down to get some help, and um, I'm positive that he'll get the necessary uh, help treatment and uh, be back and good as news nice. as soon as possible. So now back to Studio 21 Podcast Cafe and our show. Today, um, I think we're talking about Step 6 today. We are, yes. We're going to uh, talk a little bit about Step 6 today. And um, uh, basically, uh, Step 6, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. So we ask God to help us be willing. Right. Once again, they're all, uh, you know, as you know, all the steps are, um, you know, uh, we have to keep an open mind. Absolutely. And uh, and then we just stay willing. Sure. And then, um, so we're going to get this list. We're going to get it from our four and five. Obviously, we've already done four and five. We've uh, written it all down. Now uh, it's time to take a look at, uh, you know, the defects. Since we list all our character defects from four and five, and then we're going to write a little brief description of them uh, so that we can actually see them. Right. Because sometimes we have defects of character. We don't even know we have them, or we've been doing these things for so long sure. that they stay the same. Sure. So uh, now we're going to take a look at them. And... Um, once we've done that, uh, we're going to ask for um, we're going to ask for some uh, awareness, and uh, I like this. It says right here. It says, "In what ways may I, in what ways are my defects really basic human traits that have been distorted by my own self-centeredness?" <laughs> so where do all my character defects come from? Right, my self-centeredness. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Self-centeredness is definitely the common cold of most addicts and alcoholics. It's all about them. Absolutely. You know, it's Absolutely. all about us. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Really is. And then if you ask me, I'll tell you that I don't have any. Yeah, right? Right, right. Defects of character? Yeah. I don't think and so. And I think yeah. it's important, too, to say that, you know, the God of our own understanding. Mm. Some people don't have a, an affiliation with, with the traditional God or a God. You know, they might, they might be pissed off. They might be upset. Something bad might have happened. Someone yeah. might have passed away, a good friend or someone they were praying for. So God's a non-entity. However, what I learned in AA over the years is that the God of my understanding, the, the God I ask for help for every night when I get on my knees and thank every morning when I get on my knees, um, I have no, 
I don't know who it is. I, I don't. I don't have a, a, a definitive picture. I grew up as a Catholic, but it's not. It's not the same for me. I don't know. How about how about yourself? Yeah, well, I mean, I uh, my relationship with my higher power has grown over the years. You know, early on, prior to my addiction, I guess, I had a certain belief system. And then, uh, you know, in my addiction, I think I put away with that uh, belief system. You right, know, I, right. uh, I went uh, to the dark side, so to speak. Yep. And... Um, and now uh, my relationship with that higher power has changed, obviously, right. as I become willing. Uh, my faith has grown. You know, your faith grows, your trust grows. Um, and uh, now, uh, basically, I rely upon my higher power on a daily basis. Right. Right? And, um, and so he's going to help me with these defects. Sure. Because, uh, you know, it was funny. I was talking to someone today, and um, only God has been able to do for me what I could not do for myself. Right. You know? Well, I believe, you know, um, the defects of character, and we have them every day. They don't just go away, you know. But it, if you have a clear mind, you can make a, uh, you can make a decision. You can, you can make a conscious decision to do right or wrong, you know. Um, if, if I found a, a bundle of money or a wallet or a pocketbook, um, you know, I would, I would never think about stuffing it, you know, somewhere and then keeping it. You know, I'd always think about who who's the poor soul that lost this. However, there's one time in my life that I wouldn't have thought that, you know. And, yes. And it's almost like, uh, that's just an, an example I'm using. But I think if you look at your whole life compared to when you first got, so you've been sober quite a while, 29 yep. years? Yeah, 29, 29 years. years. That's By the three, grace of God. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you know. It, what I always say is the grace of God and the teachings of AA because mm. I don't know how it's happened. I have no idea. I have no idea why I don't have a compulsion to pick up a drink or a drug. I just don't. And I'm fortunate because there was a time. When that's all he thought about. Yeah, you know exactly. Um, and so uh, as we were talking about this, I was thinking about uh, assets and liabilities. Mm -hmm. You know, as these defects of character, these liabilities, uh, I, I give them away and I start to change. Now these, uh, the, now I can, uh, they become assets. Sure. You know, and, um, and so, uh, so well, the other thing I was thinking about today was, um, I, I don't know. I'm a little off today. I don't know what's going on. I think we got uh, where's Ed? Where's <laughs> you were Ed? thinking about Ed today. Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but um, yeah. So it, as I get rid of these and as I let them go, you mm -hmm. know, it teaches me how to let go. Right. Right. You know. Um, says uh, what? Uh, when will the pain of holding on to my defects of character become greater than my fear for change? Right. right? You know how. Having many of my thought habits brought nothing but pain and degradation to my life. Do I need help in dealing with them? And so this is all about letting go. Sure. You know? Sure. I found, I found making amends to people um, in sobriety. It didn't happen right away. I mean, some people jump right into the program and, you know, two weeks they want to go make amends and apologize. And, you know, they're not even well yet. Yeah. You know, it took me a few years. But I, I made amends to some people that I never... I probably never would have if it wasn't for the teachings of this program. Mm. And what I got out of that was whether they accepted my apologies and my, you know, my, my pleas for forgiveness. Um, it didn't matter to me because I was doing the best I could. And I got to say, 99% of the people I went to, I think all the people I went to accepted it, which was made it a little easier. You know, but the willingness, I had to get willing. You know, and we, when, when you hold the grudge... Um, it only hurts you, you mm -hmm. know. The person doesn't know you're even holding the grudge against them. They could probably care less. No. But I can remember making a, a, an amend to a, a guy who owned a sub shop. Um, I, he was on my route. And I went in there and um, I made amends to him because there was plenty of times I'd be in there and I just, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't well, you know, and, and, and I didn't treat the poor guy right, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he was such a, ni a nice man. And, you know, I went in to, to make amends to him and 
I could tell by the look in his eyes, he had no idea what I was t- talking about. So. <laughs> so I shook his hand, and I said, look, I'm just sorry if I treated you badly or poorly. And he's like, do you want a sandwich? Do you want some pizza? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, I want to make amends. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, it is amazing how, uh, how uh, as we go through this process and we do these things that um, people see. You know, the days of, like, saying I'm sorry and all that are kind of over. You know what I mean? When I was in my addiction and I would say I was sorry, I meant it, but I didn't know how to follow through. And uh, with this, and as I let go, it teaches me how to follow through. And um, I was thinking about, uh, I went back to thinking about the liabilities and the assets, and then I was thinking about um, defects, and then I was thinking about virtues. Mm -hmm. So my defects, lying, stealing, cheating, all that type Mm -hmm. of stuff, now become virtues. Virtues are honesty, open-mindedness, willingness, willingness, all that stuff. So now, instead of, like, relying upon all these defects to get my needs met, now I'm relying upon my virtues. You know, I become a virtuous person, Mm -hmm. which I didn't even know what that meant, virtuous, but I know what it means now. Some of the acronyms you learn in this program, and one of them is how, you know, yeah. uh, honesty. honesty, openness, and willingness, you know, and, and, and you know, um, the willingness, that, mm. that was the hard part. It was like, all right, how am I going to do this? You know, I find a lot of people in recovery, early recovery, addicts in general are procrastinators because yeah. they don't have the energy, they don't have the means, they don't have the desire. They want to get what they need, and then after that, unless they're, got a nice buzz going they're not going to do much more yeah so you know how do you go forward from that but when i found after being several months sober i had all this energy i'd wake up i'd, I'd feel like a million bucks i had nothing i i, I didn't have a job yeah I, yeah I didn't have a car yeah <laughs> you know yeah but i was happy as I, yeah. i'd never been happy you didn't arrive here on the wings of success uh, that's it, you know <laughs> and uh, i'd be walking everywhere and i you know i wasn't embarrassed I, I mean i did what i did yeah but you know i i I kind of dug my own hole, you know, and then I dug myself out. But I just can remember waking up and just having all this boundless energy and happiness and having nothing, you know, where I'd had so much prior to that before mm-hmm. I lost everything. You know, I had a new car. I had, a, I had money in the bank. I had, a, you know, I had a lot going on. But I really subscribe to this program because of that. And, and I look back. And I, when I go to meetings now and I see newcomers and listen to them speak, Everybody wants it all at once, mm. but I'm glad I was in an era where the old timers just said, you know, things will come, you know. All you got to do is keep going to meetings, you know. Yeah. No matter how bad your life was, <laughs> that was their answer. Just keep coming, keep coming. And you know what? They were right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were right. Exactly. Uh, I was thinking about practice, you know, and uh, once again, steps one through 12, it's about practice. And, you know, we work one through six mm-hmm. now, and then, of course, we're going to go on to seven and ask for our shortcomings, and then, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, and 12. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a daily practice, right? right? It's not perfection, nope. right? I think about uh, practice, not perfection. You know, always, uh, we do this always. to the best of our ability. Right. Right. Um, there's no right way. There's no wrong way, you know, those type of things. Um, you know, I was thinking, it says here, practice daily relaxation, meditation, and prayer, and asking, you know, our higher power to give us the willingness and to um, help us to be aware of what our character defects right. are, you know, right. because like I said, sometimes I'm blinded to them, Absolutely. you know, and Absolutely. I can't really recognize them, uh, although with practice, I recognize them more and more, and if mm-hmm. they come up, I can immediately stop mm-hmm. them, and then I can do what's necessary to do uh, not to move any further. Right. So, you know? can I throw in a question? Sure. So I've been sitting here, you know, going through the steps with you guys. Yeah. And what's not clear to me is how, how do I know when it's time to go to the next step? Or do you work them question. simultaneously or how does that right. go? Well, there's different ways you can approach it. Well, uh, 
one of the ways I, I was fortunate enough to, I was about three years sober and I started doing steps because there was a step meeting. It was on a certain night and I had that night off. So I went to my first step meeting. I was aware of the steps. They talked about the steps. The steps are in the big book that I was reading, but I had never discussed the steps. So when I'd go to a meeting, it would be a step meeting. They'd be doing step one on Tuesday night. And that would go on for 12 weeks until you got to, you finish, you know, step 12. So that was my first introduction to the steps. And honestly, it's a way of life. It really is a way of life. Um, this isn't a religious program, but it's certainly a spiritual program. And unless you are spiritually dead and you have some serious mental health issues, you can't help but lean when you're reading a step or someone's reading a paragraph, then we discuss it and then we read on and we discuss it. You can, you can read the same step the following week and the same paragraph and you might get a different meaning. Yeah, so, exactly. So the point is you don't finish. You don't finish. Never, yeah. It's infinity. You yeah. just keep going. This, right. is not a, this is not a graduation. We're not going to graduate. <laughs> right. This is a continuous <laughs> right. process. That's right. It's a lifelong right. process. Right. Um, there's an old saying in AA, uh, more to be revealed. You know, so every time, you know, like you said, you can read the big book today right. and, uh, you know, depending on what type of mood you're in, right. what right. type of atmosphere, uh, you know, you read it and you get what you get that day. Right. Now you can read it a week from now. You can be in a totally different atmosphere right. and a totally different mindset and it's totally different. Right. But it's all the same. Right. It's Step, amazing. Steps one, two, and three are the, are, are the real eye-openers. I can remember early in sobriety, I was, I don't know, 14, 15 months sober, and I started getting these panic attacks, and they, they were crippling. I mean, I couldn't drive, I couldn't eat, I couldn't walk, I couldn't stay in a market in line, I couldn't sit in a restaurant, and they came out of nowhere. And I mean, they were literally, I would much rather have somebody beat me with a bat than give me one of these anxiety attacks. So an old time, I, I had won a small book, a small step book that fit in my pocket, mm. and he said to me one day, he said, look, it, read, when you have an anxiety attack, take 17 or 15 minutes out of your time, out of the day and read steps one, two, and three. Well, it took me 17 minutes to read those three steps, mm. and I must have read them hundreds of times. And what it did was it told me exactly who I was. I was an alcoholic drug addict. What I was doing, I was trying to get sober and try to change my life and make it better. And for some reason, when I'd be reading these steps over and over again, that anxiety, that panic, that fear would just subside, subside, mm. subside. And all of a sudden, I'd be back to normal. I'm not saying it didn't come back 10 or 15 minutes later, but that's how I really got into the steps, by reading them over and over. I could almost verbatim, I know what the next paragraph was going to be, you know, when I was reading it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. I was just reading about letting go, and it says, when the pain of holding on to my defects of character become greater than my fear for the change. You know, it's like when the pain is great enough, you know, most people, we won't change until, like, we've had enough. Right. Enough is enough. Right. And then we really take a look at that stuff. Um, and uh, what else was I thinking here? So how, many, how may I increase the trust in God of my understanding by working step six? Once again, this talks about daily practice of step six principles. How may I practice the principle of self-acceptance even when, once again, I act on a defense against my will? So these things always come back, mm -hmm. right? So it's a constant battle. Like, yeah. it's a constant yeah. battle. We ask for them to be removed, but some of them stay right. for a while right. until they're ready to be removed, until the pain is great enough. Right. Step 12 is a step that it, it's the helping step. It's, mm. it's a step where you help other people. And, you know, when you finally get there, when you, when, when you have enough knowledge and um, calm about you and, and, and the understanding of the program, um, it's really good 
when you can give other other people information or you can sit and talk to someone or help somebody. Mm. I see people out there stemming money, you know, and I look at some of these people and I know you know I know they're not using the money for food or whatever, who cares? But what I do think about is that could be me, that could be my kid, that could be my nephew, that could be it could be anybody. Yeah. You know, and there's sometimes when I'll look and I'll have a couple extra bucks and you know, I'll make a big deal, I'll just here you go. I don't wanna hear the story, what I gotta do my laundry or you know, they all got stories. Mm. I don't care. It's just that at that moment I don't do it all the time, but at that moment, you know, I feel like this is my act for the day. You know, it's two bucks, whatever, good luck. I'm glad I'm not out there sick and suffering. So I guess we're going to take a break, and we'll be back um, in a few minutes. Thank you. Put that hammer down and check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is a weekly podcast where Tommy Two Shoes and No Nonsense Nance sit down with a different specialist every week. If you're tired of unvetted and uninsured contractors charging too much money for not enough quality, you need to check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast, the contractor's referral program. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is live on YouTube every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. or on demand on iTunes, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast catcher. Put that hammer down and don't do it yourself. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800-737-0933 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Soul Sessions is an intuitive life coaching service that provides a safe place for everyone to get the guidance they are seeking. Intuitive life coach Shanti Sincere Slade uses her powerful gifts of empathy, spiritual connection, intuition, human experience and conscious listening to provide a safe place to evolve and shed light on the truth of who we all are brilliant divine beings remembering ourselves as spiritual beings helps us to navigate through the human experience with more gratitude and ease for more information or to book a free 30-minute telephonic consultation please visit our website at www.soulsessions.com that's www.soel we're seeing ourselves evolve lovingly, sessions with an S.com. We can all use a little guidance. Richie Lombardi, the step guy, joins us once a month on the second Tuesday where we plan to get in-depth with each of the 12 steps to recovery. Come get sober with the Friends in Recovery podcast and Rich, the step guy, Lombardi. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get this and every episode each and every week. 
Hey, welcome back. Friends of Recovery Podcast, live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, Salem, New Hampshire, and uh, it's nice to be here. Yeah, we're back. Yep. I'm Mike Miles. Rich Lombardi, the step guy. And uh, listen, we're going to continue the show. We have a few things we'd like to put out there, and one of them is I want to congratulate and um, just recognize a a guy I'd like to consider a friend, but he's definitely a friend of David, who um, is the owner of Studio 21, and... Um, two guys smoke shop up in Salem. His name is Michael Cusano. Michael Cusano Mike. is 30 years sober today. Awesome. And I met Mike at a cigar um, party once, and jeez, uh, it was it was a it was great. I mean, he, he was just a great guy. Um, you know, regular guy. He had an 800 dollar suit on. I remember admiring the suit, <laughs> thinking, jeez, I'll probably get buried in a suit that doesn't cost that much, you know. <laughs> but we started talking, and lo and behold, we're both in recovery, and we're drinking cranberry juice and. So the water, and he knew one guy from Lowell who was a close friend of mine, which was just amazing. And, uh, you know, God works in strange ways. But uh, congratulations, Mike. Yeah. 30 years sober. Awesome. Uh, day at a time. Boy, that's that's no small feat. No. Three decades of sobriety. And uh, Did you have somebody you wanted to mention? I Rich? did. Unbelievable. You know, it's uh, no coincidences, you know, uh, how you met Mike and then, yep. uh, you know, you start talking. Uh, and then one thing leads to recovery and another thing. And the sure. next thing you know, you uh, you realize you have a lot in common that you right. didn't really even know you had. But, yeah, I wanted to sh- give a shout-out to a couple of my buddies out in uh, the Framingham, uh, Shrewsbury area. Jerry M. Uh, celebrated 43 years last night. Wow. And my friend Tom, 47 years. Um, uh, you know, Tom was very influential in my early recovery. Uh, I remember I was at a meeting one time, and uh, he brought me a Just for Today uh, NA right, right. Uh, Daily Reflections book, mm-hmm. and he wrote a nice, beautiful passage in there, you know, just giving me encouragement. And sure. um, to this day, 30 years later, I read it to the guys every day in the institution nice. uh, the, for the Daily Reflections Just for Today for the right, NA book. Right, and. Right. Uh, and uh, I was telling him that story last night. He, he, I don't think he believed me. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to bring him the book so I can show him how tatted it is. Like the back pages are off. It's all soft and everything. But Inmates being skeptical? Come on. I yeah, don't believe no, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they trust everybody. Unbelievable. And then uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out. I guess uh, Dave was just letting me know that a friend of mine, Brianna, uh, Fitzgerald out in Boston from Recovery Matters is uh, listening to the show right now, and I uh, just want to say hi nice, to her nice. and uh, all my uh, recovering friends out in the in the city. Nice. So, well, you know, we've been doing this for six months. I, I yeah. feel blessed. This has been a, uh, you know, it's not only helping people. I, I think that we, you know, we've, we've reached out to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. This is a great network to do it too, you know. But um, you know, it takes money to do this, and um, I really think that this. It might be an opportunity to look for some sponsors. Yeah. You know, whether you're an attorney and you represent people that have substance abuse issues, OUIs, uh, drug possession or whatever, uh, whether you're, you're a business that, you know, wants to help people f- find, you know, find some help or medical. Or, uh, it, could, it could be a, a multitude of, of businesses that, that we'd love to have as advertisers. We're not looking for big dough either. We yep. have a good listening uh, audience. Uh, we've been told that uh, we're, we're one of the top uh, podcast, um, you know, out of the studio here, yeah. which is good, you know, and I, I think it, it, it speaks volumes about the, the hard work we've put in for the last six months. So if you're listening or if you're watching and, and you want to um, you want to be a sponsor, um, you can call us at um, our 800 number, 1-800-989-6504, and being a sponsor, we'll explain to you what, what we'll offer, and your, your name would be on the show, obviously, and you'd be part of it. Could actually come on the show and uh, we, we could interview you and talk about uh, your business. And um, 
I, I just think it would be something that, that would be very helpful. Yeah, and we really appreciate all the listeners and all the watches and, uh, you know, everybody out there um, that uh, is uh, listening to the show on a weekly basis. Sure. And on a, um, you know, and um, we really appreciate Genesis House, obviously. You know, they've been uh, awesome to us. Yep. And, uh, and uh, you know, but we need help. Yep. So one of the things we learn in recovery is yeah, how right. to ask right, for help. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. So to... we'd love to, we want to keep this show rolling. The numbers are through the roof. And it would be a shame to uh, have to, uh, I don't know. I don't even want to go there. Yeah, well, not, well, makes, not, me, uh, makes me sad. Let, makes, let's makes, let's makes, not go there. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Makes me sad. Yeah, you know what the good news is? Yeah, we're not going to go there. You know what the good news <laughs> What's is? What's that? We don't have to drink. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> let, let, let's go to a sincere moment. A sincere, sincere moment would be there great. We go. Nice. Great. That, that may help you, Richie. Yes, please. I need a little help. <laughs> and now it's time for a sincere moment with Shanti Sincere Slade. Brought to you by Soul Sessions. Peace and positive energy, beautiful souls. I am your soul coach and intuitive life coach, Shanti Sincere Slade. Welcome to a sincere moment. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about accountability. You know, checking your own vibration. Who pissed you off today? Whose fault is it that you didn't get that job? You didn't get that girl? You didn't get that guy? Or who didn't let you over in the lane? Who pissed you off? Who made your life so miserable today? Well, if you understand yourself as a co-creator, then you know that anything that's happening on the outside of you is an indication of what's active in your own vibration. So instead of being pissed off, take that as an opportunity to check yourself. Remember, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So it's nobody else's fault that you feel the way you feel because how you feel is always a choice. Once you bring awareness to how you feel, you can always shift the energy by starting off with gratitude for the breath of life, focusing on beauty, focusing on those things that we take for granted, okay? So it's nobody's fault that you feel like shit. <laughs> you just have to be accountable for what's going on in your own vibration. This is a sincere moment with Shanti Sincere Slade. Super. I love you guys. Peace. <laughs> she does a great job. Well, that's it for tonight, for today, and uh, well, it's almost night. <laughs> Today's show, and um, we are your friends in recovery, broadcasting live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Don't forget, you can reach us at help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Very important number, 1-800-989-6504. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to like us and subscribe. Come get sober with us. And again, um, thanks for everything. Genesis House, you're always there for us in uh, six months, and we're we're soaring. Ed, get back here. Hopefully see you soon. And uh, if no one told you they love you today, we do. That's right. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.